He's just looking for different stimulation. Now, maybe it's from a man's anus, but I think more likely it's just <laughs> he's sort of bored of her. And then he's exacerbated that problem with this new toy fetish. Doesn't, doesn't it sort of bother you, though, that basically when he's interacting with the front side of her body, which is something a man would have also, the same parts, that he's fine or better, but then when she turns around and he's interacting with the part that's clearly female, that it goes more south. I would think that would be better. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is often controversial, but mostly in good faith. We have a bunch of fun topics today, including a man agonizing about his small penis, a woman mm. who was videoed during sex without her consent, a man who is Ooh. a little too into masturbation aids, and more. I'm Keith, my co-host is Mike, and Mike, are you hunkering down for the incoming snowstorm? Yeah, I'm up in the Lake Tahoe area because I came up here for the blizzard that's supposedly coming in because I like to, I like it when everything gets white. I like everything to be white. <laughs> white, white, white. Right. I, I see you rebranded us as the unwoke, the anti-woke, unwoke. What is it? What is the no, rebrand? No. I put non-woke sex podcast because anti-woke actually has sort of a, a pejorative meaning because there's this, there's these sort of they're nutters on both sides, right? This right, is right. just like, look, we're going to give you the straight dope, and we're not going to like, you know, the typical things we talk about on the show where there are these folks who pretend like everything is the same. You know, oh, look, if you're gay, lesbian, or straight, those are identical, and it's like, no, they're not. Most people are straight, you know? right? So that, to me, that's sort of non-woke, right? Okay, um, fair enough. Yeah, all right. So it's raining here in San Francisco, so it should be snowing here soon, but. Uh, enough of the weather talk. Um, you sent me this thing from the uh, Sugar Lifestyle Forum subreddit about a sugar baby who was digging through her sugar daddy's phone and she had, well, she says, what I found was disgusting. So uh, she says, uh, my, my sugar daddy picked me up and we drove to his home, had an okay evening, watched YouTube and ate pizza. When it came to the sex part, this man all of a sudden pretended to be drunk. And believe me when I say he's the worst actor ever. A few seconds before, he was speaking very clearly, and all of a sudden, he started to slur, touch his head as if he had a headache, etc. It was so embarrassing to watch. And then she says, obviously, he wanted to have an excuse for later on for being so bad in bed, like, sorry, I was drunk. After we finished, he was sober all of a sudden and spoke very clearly again. Wow. I... She doesn't say anything more about the sex, but I, I don't, I don't know if I trust her read there. Do you have any thoughts on that before I continue to the meat of her post? Yeah, that one reminded me a little bit. So I, I became aware just this last week, uh, actually, from a mutual friend of the show, that uh, a lot of guys, sort of in their forties, fifties, use erectile like Viagra and stuff like that to have sex. Uh, that this is like more common than I was aware of. Uh, and maybe it's that maybe basically did this person have any statistics? No, this wasn't, this is all anic data, which is the best okay. kind of data. Um, and so no, but well, look, but it surprised me even that he would sort of know people who were openly saying, yeah, man, I pop a Viagra if I think I'm going to get laid. That surprised me. Uh, yeah. And I think it has to do with like sort of health status. Like, it, like I don't, I think we're both pretty healthy guys, so we don't have these erectile dysfunction issues hmm. or whatever you want to call it. And, oh, I, sorry. I did look up stats and the, the rate of erectile dysfunction when you're like 40 is surprisingly high. Well, how do you uh, even know what the rate is? 
Well, they would do surveys, right? Yeah, but like if you only survey, you know, a, a small set of people. Mm-hmm. That's how surveys might, work. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what I was I'm thinking. not finding it. I'm not finding it immediately online, but if you look around, it, it's 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 it was a surprisingly high percentage. It actually sort of worried me. I was like, wow, is this going to happen to me? Like, and I, I mean, I think it's, it just correlates with like blood pressure or cholesterol or something. I think so. I mean, I'm age, sure there's some course. genetic element, but, but those things correlate with age. So, right. Okay. Here I have some stats, uh, 53 to 59 years old. Uh, uh let's see, 25% of men rate their sexual function as fair, poor, or very poor, uh, by six, 60 to 69, you're up to 50%, hmm. a fair, poor, very poor 70 to 79. It's 75%. So basically, this comes against everybody at some point. But I was just surprised at the fifty-three to fifty-nine demographic. That that surprised me a little bit. Right. Yeah, one wonders if there's a chicken and egg thing there. You know, maybe doctors are motivated or incentivized to prescribe various ED treatments, mm-hmm. and so maybe I don't know. I have no idea. Um, the well, but that might be what's going on, right? Maybe the guy took some med to help him perform or something. And then he actually was acting goofy because it could be something. Yeah. I mean, somebody doing a simulation of being drunk sounds like maybe they took a drug, right? You know, something that she doesn't even say whether he was bad, just that he, anyway, let's move on. Her Uh, interpretation is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now this wasn't even the worst part. This man had no password on his iPhone. Since he was very suspicious, I did what I, what everyone would have done. Well, of while, course. He went, while he went to the bathroom, I took his phone and went through his WhatsApp. Uh, first chat, this means the first chat she found. He had secretly taken a photo of me sitting on his couch and sent it to one of his homies, titling, Daddy got some Caribbean tonight. I'm not even Caribbean, but rather mixed. Okay, so he <laughs> sent his friend a, a racist uh, thing about her. Second chat, he told another sugar baby that he was with a male friend tonight while he was with me, so he couldn't make it to her quickly took some screenshots, sent them to myself, and deleted the messages on his end so he wouldn't notice. Damn. I know I should have not violated his privacy, but seriously, I don't feel guilty at all. Taking a photo of me without my consent is simply wild. Did he have hidden cameras in his bedroom also? Next time I'll check. Next time. She's going to go see him again. He drove me back (laughs) home, and I never talked to him again. Not the weirdest experience I ever had, but one of the biggest red flags for sure. So, I mean, look, there's a lot of problems here. The first thing is she went to his house and had pizza. Like that was their date. Like that's not, that doesn't feel very sugar daddy-esque. And then. No, it's just closer to the escort end of the spectrum. That's all. Fine, fine. But why is she digging through his phone then? Like what is she uh, hoping to find? Yeah, it's strange, right? It's like, I mean, obviously evidence maybe that, that he's some bad behavior or something like that which she, I think, found, although I'm not entirely sure I agree that his comment is racist if he's basically saying that he, if he, is it racist for me to say I like people of a certain race or ethnicity? Is that racist? Yeah. He's saying something positive, right? He's like, look, this, <sighs> this, is, this is great. I love, and he's just describing her or trying to. Yes. I think that um, nine out of 10 people on the left would describe this as racist. Um, I agree that the definition of what is racist is complicated, but in this case, I think they would say, Daddy got some Caribbean tonight. Is it is implying that there's something pejorative about stating it that way? You think? Because to me, it's like 
the implicate well it could be sexist this does isn't that interesting but i don't i'm i think it's only positive it's like hey i got this high-end thing right it's like right. you like if uh, daddy got this whatever uh, insert your blonde, blonde. blonde daddy got a blonde well that's because he likes blondes not because he, he he hates them but what okay um, yeah, it's a little odd her behavior, and I I also don't think that I'm not sure what a woman wants in this situation. Like she wants him to treat her. She she wants a BFE. She wants a boyfriend experience. I guess. Yeah, right. it seems she wants like to, it. Yeah, yeah. Like she seems annoyed that he has another sugar baby, but based on her stated facts, which is that she like went over to his house to have pizza. And sex, I don't think it should be too terribly surprising that there's another sugar baby. Now, maybe in their conversations, he said that he was single and not seeing anyone else, but she doesn't say that. And it, I think she would based on the way she's trying to litigate this entire thing. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's an overlap between this and one of, and one of our favorite uh, topics, <clears throat> which is The Bachelor. I assume you're watching The Bachelor eagerly every episode that comes out right now. I'm not. I watch The Bachelor and or The Bachelorette when I have a partner, but I haven't yeah. had a partner for a long time now, so uh, haven't huh. haven't settled in to watch the season. But you do, and so you've been watching. Uh, I just find it entertaining, although it's it's very 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 formulaic. But one of the things that's been going on this season, and this happens commonly, so I think you'll be able to uh, understand see it, is the women go on the show, they know what, it's not a trick. They know what the show's about. They know that this man's going to be kissing lots of women in front of them and they're going to all be trying to date him. I assume, you know, if this is even assuming they're not just trying to get careers in Hollywood, they want to actually marry the guy. Some of them may. In any event, they're having like nervous breakdowns because they have to see him kissing other women. So it's basically they're unable to override this basic programming of jealousy in their in their brain. And this could be the same thing, right? It's like you signed up as a sugar baby and yet you're still jealous, right? Yeah. I mean, that's at core what this is, right? Yeah, it's sort of confusing. I don't think she has any moral standing to be upset about that. Now, she can be emotionally upset about it, but she shouldn't be like doxing him on Reddit saying like, oh, what a scumbag this guy is. Like, if you haven't discussed monogamy, then you should assume they're not. Um, right. I mean, if now if she if he paid her in counterfeit bills, uh, that would be reasonable. Uh, the pizza, the pizza might be a thing to say, hey, look, this is not up to snuff. But I mean, he got dominoes. Right. I mean, like, but he was there to have sex with an attractive woman. So that's what happened. And he's just proud of it. Um, uh, okay. If he was sending out, I don't know if she was nude in the pictures. I'm not sure about that. If she, If he was doing sort of like no. involuntary porn, that's a little different. She was not. Yeah. Yeah, then I don't. I actually think that's almost zero problematic. It's. I mean, the statement he made is a little crass, but uh, I mean, she probably is on a website. Her pictures are on a website, so it's not really that strange. Yeah, let me think about that. If I were on a date and a woman took a picture of me and sent it to their friends and said, "Mama got me some whitey tonight." <laughs> <laughs> or some yeah. hockey tonight or like you know some pejorative about white people would i be yeah. upset? i think i mean look it, it's it's different for men but yeah i think i would be very flattered if she was like boastfully sending pictures of me around what if what if it was a uh what if it was a, a latina woman and she said mama got me a colonizer 
I'm just trying to make it as close because then you actually have like there yeah. is some 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 charge around that, right? You're oh, you're evil there. So it's like, would that bother you? I think the ego boost from her even caring to share, yeah, would would overwhelm any negative thing. But maybe that's just my white privilege. I'm not sure. Yeah, I hear you. Like I don't have the experience of feeling afflicted generally, and so I'm not sensitive around that in the way that other people may. Yeah, I mean, I think generally this is. It's a, it's tricky. I mean, I think this is one of the reasons why there's a slippery slope between sugaring and escorting and being in a brothel or something like that is that it's how much rapport you can get with the guy. And I think I think what women really should and and probably are going for in sugar situations is something sort of monogamous with the guy. Like they yeah, I think that's the right thing for a woman to go for. And so she could be upset then. It's just they they should have had a conversation. Like, "Hey, we're we're not yeah. going to go to pizza. We're going to go to a nice restaurant. We're going to sort of act like we're, you know, we're, we're going to date and date dates, you know, we're dating and you pay me money and to, to compensate for the age difference and stuff. That, that to me is what I think she should want. Yeah. Um, I but, think yeah. this dance between what is being a sugar baby versus being a call girl or an escort or a prostitute are, it's sort of complicated. And I think a lot of people in the sugar bowl, as they call it, don't really have clear communication around that. And so expectations, I think, often get violated. Now, there are inbounds violations and out-of-bounds violations, um, but I don't think this guy necessarily, <laughs> notwithstanding his uh, somewhat racist message to his friend uh, and taking a picture of her without her consent, I, I, yeah, I don't think those, I think those are fouls, but I don't think they're, you know, more than six out of 10 or whatever. Like they're not massive sure. violations that she should have like ran to Reddit to say what she found was disgusting. I think, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of these kind of, uh, two, two side of the coin things that women face. Uh, recently I was in a Costco and there was a woman in there who had a low cut shirt on that was very, it was, it was revealing a lot of her breasts. Say and more. she was, well, I mean, she was just attractive, young, and she she was she appeared to be dressed in such a manner that she wanted to. She was she, yeah, she was attractive. You know, that she wanted. It. I think the only reasonable way to interpret it is people. She wanted people to look just like if you had a guy who was a weightlifter and he had a you know a sleeveless shirt on or something, so you could see his muscles. Right, it's like the same kind of deal. That's just maybe um, that was just a comfortable tank top. Okay, but then she but then she was sort of giving people dirty looks. Not to me. I, w I was sort of. I wasn't paying much attention, but I saw a couple guys look at her, and then she sort of looked at them in this way, and then she tugged up on the shirt a couple times. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, what, what does she want? What does she actually want to have happen here? Right. So I guess the the sort of uh, standard, I guess Gen Z thing would say was, oh, I, this is a comfortable. This is comfortable. It's like it's like the yoga pants at the gym thing. Oh, this is just comfortable. So what if it reveals the exact contours of my vulva? It's comfortable. <laughs> But I, and if that's true, okay, but I actually don't believe them. I think that's not true. I think they're wearing it because they want that attention. But then when it happens, like they want, what they want is like some sort of clicker where they can control what guy gives them attention and what yes. guy doesn't or something. Yes. You I know? often complain to female friends that um, it's hard for me to get people to agree to come, come on a first date. And they're all just like, incredulous about that they're like oh you're you know you're you're so great but something 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 but yeah like the 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 male experience of getting any attention is so unusual so like if this if the analogous man here which is you know somebody in like a, a tank top is being 
you know, ogled at by by women. They're not really bothered, even if the women are unattractive. But yeah, when women are being ogled, yeah, like they they want to be ogled by Bradley Cooper and um, I I don't know who are the and Ryan Reynolds, but if if it's not those two, then you know it's oh these are just men being disgusting and you know I I don't know it's. <sighs> Women can wear whatever they want, but I'm not sure they can be surprised by the reaction. They can be disappointed by the reaction and the effect it has on men, but I don't know if they should be surprised by it. Yeah, but I don't even yeah, I don't even think that makes sense. If I wore a cod piece or something that revealed just like my left testicle, I know what reaction I would get and I don't know why is it fair for me to be surprised. And I, the thing is I could do that. Right, I could, in principle, do that. Particularly in San Francisco, I could do that, and I get a lot of attention. Not, not beyond it would be untoward attention, but I don't because I don't want that attention. I don't understand why can't they apply the same logic? Yeah, I, as you know, I mostly run with no shirt on, and I actually sort of enjoy running through the Castro, which is the gay neighborhood in San Francisco, and getting catcalled. It's sort of a nice ego boost. It would be nice if there was like a heterosexual female area of the city. Like if I could run through the marina and that would all the women on the sidewalk would cheer for me. But that would you have what is the most aggressive thing you've had a man, a gay man do as you ran past? Like you ever had one pull his penis out? No, I got smacked on the ass two weeks ago. Did I not tell you about this? I think I didn't tell you no. about this. Yeah. I was running through the caster and I got actually smacked on the ass as I ran by somebody. Huh. You're sure it was a man? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just checking. I mean, because if it was a woman, that would be really, really unusual. No, I um, shouted at him like "not cool" as I kept running, and then he like whistled. Yeah, he doesn't know. care. Hey, you were invading his territory, so the sidewalk, the the Castro. Everybody, look. Oh, this sure. is a worldwide, well-known phenomenon. If you're in the Castro, I think you have to look. When in Rome. Yeah, you're, the, the male gaze is going to get a little gropey in that neighborhood. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's unreasonable to expect some totally different standard of behavior. Right. Okay. Um, all right, let's take on this uh, small penis guy. So yeah. this guy, he's a 36-year-old male, and his girlfriend is 34. He says, I overheard my girlfriend tell her friend what she really thinks about her sex life. I've never been someone that worried about my endowment. I know that I am average and that has always been okay with me. Recently though, I overheard my girlfriend tell her best friend that quote, his penis is small or average. I guess I'm just used to bigger ones, but it's okay because he goes down on me all the time. End quote. This was a few months ago and I haven't been able to get that out of my head. I told her I overheard her say that and we have talked about it. She has reassured me that I'm fine. No, you're fine. And she tells tells me she loves my penis and that it's, quote, perfect for her. She's even started to compliment it when we have sex, but I can't bring myself to believe her. To me, she's just trying to stroke my ego or say these things to make me think she doesn't feel that way. But that conversation was had when she didn't think I was in earshot. That was her speaking truthfully to her friend without fear of how it would affect me. So I can't believe her when she says otherwise. I don't have an issue with her sexual past. I'm not one of those guys. But for me, it's the but it's okay part. Is she saying she isn't satisfied with my penis, but can tolerate it because I go down on her? Won't that get old yes. for her today? <laughs> I really like her, and I was seriously contemplating marrying her, but I can't shake this feeling that I'm not going to be enough for her. 
I didn't know my confidence in myself could be affected so entirely with this one little comment. I'm not looking for any penis size advice or responses that has been done a million times, but I want to know if I'm reading too much into this or is this a serious issue I should be worried about? Well, it's um, an issue for him. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> I mean, here's the thing. I think all men of, you know, a certain uh, IQ know like what percentile their penis length is. Um, hmm. just okay. most men at some point measure their penis and then like look up the charts to see where they fall. Do you think that's wrong? I don't know the specific percentile I was looking up. I, I do know this that, so, you know, there's, um, no, 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 no. There's that. You don't know the percentile. You definitely know what percentile you fall on. Maybe you don't know the exact no, I, number, I have, but you've looked it up that's in the, the past, thing. right? Probably. I mean, it's a little, yeah, it's, I know that like, it doesn't take much to go up a lot of percentile because the truth is that penises are kind of. Yeah, they're all like huge variants. Yeah, the um, the, you know, there's that thing of the, women want a man that's got the three sixes, a six foot tall, six inch penis, and six figure income. Oh, I thought it was six pack abs. No, it's not. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, I like my main thing. One of my things in life is to be, have the three sevens, but I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not seven feet tall. Yeah, I think it was Shaquille O'Neal there. Uh, but other than that, other than that, it's totally doable. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so so the uh, yeah, I don't know. My, I think my percentile is high, but that's just because of the low dispersion of penis sizes. It's not like like so. If you add point one of an inch, you know, you go up like ten percentile points or something. So it's sort of right. stupid. It depends, right? Yeah. I mean, the reason why I bring that up is okay. Let's say, for example, this man is twenty fifth percentile. Shouldn't mm-hmm. he? know that and have already gone through this agonizing? I don't, I think that the problem is that there is some percentage of women for whom this would be an issue and he will never, ever be able to know whether she's telling the truth about whether it's an issue for her or not. And it's all, there's also this question of what does it mean for this to be an issue? He can She's going to lie. She will definitely lie. Well, she should lie to him. This guy is clearly very wrapped up about it. But if he came to her like hat in hand and said like, Hey, uh, I know that my penis is a 25th percentile penis, um, and I suspect you wish it was bigger. Do you think, like, let's, 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 you know, be honest here. Like, do you think that this is something that's going to bother you for, uh, for a while? Like you can imagine a woman with like, I mean, for women, there's the option for boob surgery, right? But like, let's say you're dating somebody with a cups, like, Women have to go, you know, women who don't have large chests have to go through this experience, you know, very early in life, right? Like the experience of being like, huh, yeah, I am a bit or way below the mean here. You know, I'm at the 10th percentile breast size. That sucks. I feel insecure about it. I don't love it. Like probably my partners would rather I had larger ones, but there are some men who like just don't really care about boobs that much. And then there are some men that after you know five years of that are going to like really start having a wandering eye, and having a conversation about that, maybe everyone would just lie. I don't Look, know. I can't. I'm. I was trying to think as you were talking. What is a more beta thing a guy could say than like, hey, look, I know my penis is small, <laughs> but is it too small for you? Like that's right. So right. just yeah, even even like I know quite yeah. a, like quite even apart from whether she'll. Right. Whether she, she may lie, but it's not just that. Like, 
if 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 she was thinking, hey, this guy's like a seven out of ten for me, like he just dropped to a six point five or something, just because of the conversation, because he's shown such insecurity there. The right. other thing I would say is that breast size, the the problem that the guy has here is that your penis does actually matter to the woman's sexual experience in a way. I mean, okay, breasts matter like visually, but this is more like it. <laughs> it perform like I can I can I see know. like a woman. Is that true? Yeah. Like, I think I think if your penis is like tenth percentile, you start having problems. But you know, the way that women get sexual satisfaction from PIV is, <laughs> for some people, you know, these these quote unquote size queens, it's probably like how deep it reaches. But for I think for most women, it's like, yeah, do you like probably being skinny matters more than penis length, so that you can you know get contact on the clit. Sure, but there's going to be a, a diversity among women of what they care about physically as well as sight-wise or whatever, like what, what you look like. But I, here I'm talking physically. And it is believable to me that you could have a problem where – or a situation where the woman – he might be with – I mean the fact that she's mentioning to her friend that he's small seems like maybe it matters to her. Like I think yeah. that would be difficult. I mean it <laughs> – it means, yeah, it, there's really no good interpretation of that. Either she thinks it and it bothers her. Um, that's why she was telling her friend. Or she's like throwing her, she's throwing her boyfriend under the bus to the friend just to be mean. And both are pretty concerning. The, well, the, yeah, the only, the only positive spin I can take on it, I can imagine is something like they're just having fun talking about it. She's like, oh, well, but then, but, but I, it's. Like, I think in most situations, a woman would say to her partner, to a female friend, something like, oh, I don't know. Or like, I haven't measured. It's normal. Right. So it must be pretty small for her to say that. So there could be some actual like physical difference in terms of. Well, her she said it was small to medium. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. I, I don't know either. This is, this is another reason why. Uh, women with higher body counts, it's a challenge because it means that they're more likely to have experienced uh, different sizes. And I mean, I can't tell you how many women I've gotten emails from that I had sex with in the past that are like, look, ever since you, I've just, nobody's big enough. Got my mind. Right, right, right. Well, just the size thing. Let me, let me ask you this, because I, I heard this on a different podcast and I thought you might enjoy this. Do you, have you looked at any of these, one of these lists of shortest and longest penises by country? No. Okay. Do you have, I mean, any like sort of guesses as to what the shortest penises are by country? Like what, if you had to, if you had to guess what country has the shortest, penis, there's like a top 10. I don't want to do all that, but like, let's see if you can get close. Like maybe, maybe name four countries you think are in the top 10 lowest. No, there's no, close you can I, I'm afraid. No. Why? Okay. What region of the world? Um, you won't even do that. No, I can ask chat GPT. Uh, well, <laughs> we don't. We don't. GPT will not speculate on this. That's true. Okay. Um, well, let me give you one one interesting tidbit. I don't want to ask ChatGPT though. Yeah. Uh, the claim is that the average penis size in South Korea is larger by like half an inch than North Korea. Whoa! Which is kind of funny. Does nutrition um, matter for penis growth? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, okay. Do you want to do the large? Okay. So I'll just fine. I'll just tell people the smallest. I mean, these are very minute distinctions, but we're down at like 3.7 inches. Thailand, North Korea, Cambodia, Nepal, Myanmar, Laos, Vietnam. Are you seeing a pattern in the locations? 
Uh, yes. I asked ChatGPT what region of the world has the shortest penises, and it, it replies tersely, I'm sorry, but I can't provide assistance with that request. Okay. Maybe it'll be, so not? what do you think? Can you guess what region of the world would have the largest penises? <laughs> Gonna guess you'll refuse to do that too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pass. Okay. It looks to be split between uh, kind of the northern part of South America, so Ecuador, Colombia, and uh -huh. Africa. So Sudan, Congo, Ghana, Nigeria. Venezuela is also, you know, South America. So and then there's also Lebanon, which is an outlier. I'm not sure where that comes from. So there's obviously some maybe They're a nutrition thing, but I'm guessing equator. it's just ethnicity. Pardon? They're all close to the equator. Yeah. Uh could, yeah, it could be maybe there's some well, so is Thailand though. Yeah, right? true. True. So I'm gonna guess that it's just uh there's some some genetic advantage that it convert conferred in various environments or something. That's a pretty significant difference though. Uh, the, the smallest average 3.7 to the largest average of seven inches. I didn't tell you what the large, but in Sudan, apparently it's seven inches. Of course, I'm not sure if they get good data in Sudan. Um, but that's sort of, a, that's sort of surprising that the average by country could be double almost from what yeah, that's pretty wild. And I have, right. um, I, I have read and heard things, uh, on Reddit, uh, TikTok stuff like that from escorts who say that like there is a substantial ethnic component to the size. And I'm not sure well, why they would lie about that. It sounds like it. I'm just surprised that um Okay, so there's that big difference between South and North Korea, right? Half an inch, which is substantial. Yes. Uh which implies that like nutrition has something to do with penis length. Um we know that nutrition has something to do with height, so it's not terribly surprising that it correlates with penis length as well. But one wonders what the average penis length in Sudan would be if there were no malnutrition there. If Yeah, if that's a factor. If you got another half inch, you'd be at seven and a half inches. I think this also helps explain why. Yeah, but if it's the same ratio, it's, it would be like eight inches. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, th this helps explain why President Trump was so eager to go into North Korea, sort of improve, improve his odds there. Right, right. Um I had something else to say about uh, this uh, guy with the small penis. I don't remember. It's going to be a oh. problem for their whole relationship. That's the thing. Go on. Yeah. I remember. So if there were a reliable surgery to add an inch to penis length, like there is for women to add um, volume to their bust line, what percentage of men do you think would get that surgery? I think, I think like basically every man. Not every, but every man who's like, you know, 35th percentile or shorter. And then as it, as people's penises got longer, they would opt for the surgery less. But yeah, I think it would be a very popular surgery. Hmm. I think it's More tricky. More so than breast augmentation is. You think so? Yeah, it's tricky to me because I mean, I, I think one of your stipulations is, has to be here that it has no risks. I mean, I, like right. it's. Uh, I've actually uh, talked to a or family risks, member who's. I mean, yeah. just just to make it apples to apples, say it cost around the same as breast augmentation and had the same risk. So, you know, like I think it could help. It can mess up breastfeeding in cert certain cases, and uh, women can get back issues. And sometimes the silicone. I would be or worried about saline bags have have issues, but you know, so there is like an issue rate that that happens with breast augmentation but but say the cost and and it and issue slash side effect rate is around the same as it is for 
breast augmentation. I was worried about uh, in, in breast implants. I mean, there's a substantial risk of uh, with nipple sensitivity also because it's it's tricky to k- kind of keep those nerve bundles intact. Apparently, apparently. Um, and I think for a guy that would be even more concerning because you know if you take the risk, it's, it's like um, I heard recently that. Uh, I have not researched this at all, but there's some amount of uh, correlation between getting LASIK surgery and mental health issues because if you have a bad LASIK surgery, it basically destroys your life. Hmm. Uh, bad meaning like blurry or there's like glare in your eye all the time yeah. uh, and something like that. So even if it was like, look, let's say uh, I, to make it more realistic, uh, guaranteed one extra inch on your penis, but 1% or 0.1% chance that you can't get an erection ever again, or you have no sensitivity in no, your penis I, no, head. I, I don't want to frame it that way. I want to frame <laughs> it so that it's exactly the same and it's analogous okay. as to what it is for women. So women, well, women do lose nipple surgery. sensitivity. Hold on, Mike. Women All right. agree to get breast augmentation surgery because they think that dials up their attractiveness to the other sex. And yeah. it can have some mild side effects on their ability to enjoy sex. Nipple sensitivity isn't that important in sexual satisfaction. It's, it, it is for okay. more for some women than it is for others, but it's a fairly mild thing. So like, I don't want you to say like, oh, the tip of your penis is now desensitized and you can't orgasm. <laughs> like that's not, I want like an apples to apples comparison here. And my claim is that if it were apples to apples, like men would get penis augmentation at like some massive increased rate than women get breast augmentation. Yeah, my guess is no on that. I, I don't think so because it's less there. visible. Yeah. I think it's less visible. I, for, for somebody that's got a micro penis, sure. Like if there was something you could do to take it from one inch to six inches, absolutely. Somebody who's four inches to get to five or six, I'm skeptical that a guy would undergo it just because it, it doesn't actually matter that much. Yeah, they would some. They would some in, in cases like this where it appears yeah. to be important. But I just think the thing with breasts is that it's visible outside of clothing. Yeah, it affects their life all of the time. Yes. And yeah, and I, I, I there only only really affects men who probably sleep with lots of different partners. Yeah, I've never seen data on this, but I I I'm, I'd be positive, or I'd be very surprised if within certain industries, women don't make more money, and and not just you know waitressing, like in you know I bet you in marketing or no, in sales, like there these no, yeah. these things are documented. Like isn't okay, it something okay. like sixty percent of Fortune five hundred CEOs are like six feet tall. Well, that was the other thing I was going to say is I think if you could offer a man anything, men would pick height. They would heighten uh, before they would do penis because that. that, We know they would do it because there is currently ways you could do that. It's extremely painful and quite risky and men do it anyway. Not many, sure. The height augmentation. Yeah. They like have to break your bones and like slowly stretch them. It's awful. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound great. Uh, Yeah. I mean, heightening is tricky. But that's what women care about. They want that six feet, six figure, or I guess seven feet, seven figures, seven inches, what they really want. Right. Yes. All right. Let's move on. Uh, This girl reports, guy filmed me during sex without asking me. I don't know what to do. I'm scared he's going to publish it somewhere. This guy I had sex with last night was filming the sex the entire time. And I'm so anxious since I regret having sex with him. He was so weird the entire time and kind of aggressive. He also said I made his dream come true because I have the body type of a teenage girl from high school and he always wanted to fuck them. I just turned 23 recently and he is 30. What can I do? Because I know telling him to delete them and then he would say okay and lie that he deleted them. (laughs) You don't want to talk about the teenage part. I've known him since three years, but I had no idea he was like this. I think she means she's known him for three years. She has a couple preposition things that imply ESL. Um, Okay. I, I don't want to address the like um 
the most interesting part. Yeah. Uh, What I want to address is like, okay, let's say that somebody has nudes of you as a man. uh, Yeah. Let's now let's say you're a woman and you know, this man that you were seeing has some nudes or some videos of you and you would like him to delete them. We've talked about this a bit before, but like, her options are sort of limited here. Like in the comments, like here's the first comment. I mean, first of all, do not sleep with this person again. Did he have your consent to film? It would be worth sending him a text stating that you do not consent to the video being distributed in any way, just so that if he does, you have some legal documentation and then block him. I think that is terrible advice. I think that is a great way to incentivize him to share the video in every way, right? Like, like if you come at somebody and start blaming them for something that they probably weren't going to do in the first place, like that's that that's a strategy. I just think that's risky. Like what can she do to mitigate her risk here? To best mitigate her risk. There's a couple things I would say. One is, you know how uh the whole theory behind uh Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is the blockchain, which is a yes. an immutable permanent mm-hmm. ledger. Um the right way for women to think about this is that when a man videos or takes a picture of you naked or fucking, it goes into the blockchain. It's never getting deleted. Like he'll say it's deleted. It's not. He right. will, he's, yeah, he might put it in a safe deposit box on a USB stick or something, but it's not getting deleted. Okay. So that's the first thing. So it's just, all you're going to do is get him to lie to you. Uh, if you, unless you like can get his phone and get him to delete it in front of you before he has time to put it in the blockchain. But once he's had any time by himself in the bathroom, anything like that, you just assume it's been uploaded to the universal blockchain. I agree that is the correct assumption. I have actually permanently deleted nudes I have of exes. Um, Sure you have. (laughs) Right, right. You're like um, you didn't. You left out the by accident part. You, you, you did it, but you didn't mean to. You're saying that you intentionally at my, at my data storage facility. Right. Uh, yes. Okay. So fine. Look, I'm not saying that it's never happens. It's I'm saying the zero, right assumption. It, yeah. it rounds to zero, and the correct assumption yes. is is that I agree. But yeah, like, and I, I think not, int- like the, even that is okay. Like you might not like your ex having nude pictures of you, but what what the real concern is that they get released to the wild. Yeah, I mean, I think that he like I think in most cases a guy wouldn't do revenge porn because it's so stigmatized, and I think there are laws against it in a lot of places too. Yeah. Um. And think about it; it's it's a really bad decision because then if if somehow it gets found out that you've been doing this, then every company everywhere has like women working in HR and stuff, and you'll just never get a job. Like it's not you're putting yourself on some weird blacklist. So I think the right thing for her to do is just nothing. He's not. Yes, he will be beating off to that video like ten years from now. You just have to accept that. Like, There's oh, yeah. I remember that video. I I have had the experience where, um, I mean, I I can't believe how cavalierly people share photos sometimes. Like I've matched with people on like Bumble or Tinder, and before we've even met, sometimes they'll send like racy photos. Do you and, want to say what the most racy thing you've received is? Like not just just general. Like what what is the most racy thing they would show? Uh, would it be all the way up to like a dildo penetrating them or something? Or maybe naked? Like where what level have you seen? It's here? really when, hard. When it's being sent to you. Yeah, it's not easy to quantify these things in my mind okay. because, for starters, a lot of times when you match with somebody, it's actually just a marketing account to drive you to their OnlyFans, and so in that Got case, it. they obviously don't care. But then right. sometimes it's because yeah, like. 
maybe they also do that. And so like they're really comfortable sharing nudes or maybe they're just not really <laughs> functional people. And so they're being too cavalier with, with, with sharing their nudes. But I have gone, I have had the experience where somebody has messaged me after we've decided not to see each other and they'll be like, Hey, please delete the nudes that you have of me. And right. my knee jerk reaction to that is always kind of like, fuck you. That's not for you to decide. Like I, it, mm-hmm. it's like just her mentioning that she'd like me to delete it. I think makes me less delight likely to actually delete it. Um, that's interesting. And so depends on what's going on probably. Right. It does. It does. Like yeah. if it's someone that like, yeah, it's tricky. So I'm, I'm, I wanted to ideate around like what can someone do to make someone have the opposite reaction of whatever my knee jerk reaction there is. Like, hey, I think it's, I just, I feel, yeah. I feel a bit exposed with you. I feel a bit exposed about the nudes I sent you. Of course it's your, it's your call, but I, but it would, um, it would make me feel more comfortable if you got rid of them. I don't know. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I think I would. I, rec- I, I think I would receive a text like that better than the like <laughs> demand that I delete them. I think the only reason why you've deleted things like that before is because of your personality. I think there's a personality I, I agree. type that I agree, just wouldn't. Like, I don't. Okay, so, so you're taking the position there's there's zero percent chance of of her anything she's saying having an entry effect, and so the discussion is is academic. He might not think about it. Like maybe you wouldn't think about it unless you were asked. So maybe maybe just t- causing the person. But the problem is that that might increase the chance that something else happens. Like right, it might increase the chance of revenge them. porn or distributing right. it. Yes, this is like also him that, that they exist. This like is also time bounded. Go ahead. Because in I don't know how many years. I mean, there was the flare up recently with the, after the Super Bowl with Taylor Swift. And all the pretty not very good, in my opinion, uh, content that was posted on Twitter, kind of purport, you know, it was fake. It was generated AI, AI generated nudes of Taylor Swift that were circling the web. Yes. So there was that. It wasn't great, uh, in my opinion, but that's only going to get better. And so two things will happen. One is you will have, you know, there was a lot of show of force made by legislators about this. They can't do anything about it. There's no way to, in in the long run, stop that. Yeah, that's out of the bag. Right. And secondly, um, so, so yeah, so I guess, so then it's sometime, sometime frame, you'll be able to take a picture, a clothed picture of any woman and basically have porn of her. Okay. And the secondly, you have this issue of the reality that then in that situation, all women have plausible deniability. She could say, well, this is just AI. This isn't, this isn't me. This isn't real. And there'd be no way for somebody to prove whether it was real or not. So then it's, it's, it's sort of like, who cares? I, I, they probably still care, but the reality is pretty soon you'll just be able to say it was AI. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit uh, like worrying about drunk driving. It's like, well, in five years, everyone's going to be in automated driving cars. So it's probably. Yeah, well, that's, in. that's, but that's probably the time range. I'm not sure what women would be worried about here, but I guess that's the time range. They're afraid that they'll have a kid or want to get a job. And then, like we saw, I think a question last week that was a woman who'd been on a sugaring on a sugaring site or something like that, and then wanted to work as a teacher. Or no, she maybe she'd been a cam girl. And it's the same thing. I mean, you they're, they're, at some point, this just can't block people from jobs and so forth because uh, somebody could just create fake stuff with AI, right? So I'm not sure there's really anything to be worried about there. I, it, it's, yeah, it's hard as a man to relate to though, because men like 
there's no value to seeing my penis. It's this, this general notion of people deriving value from seeing you have sex is weird. It's, it's a little hard for a man to like relate to, right? Well, women get shamed for it more than men. So like when Jeff, when the thing with Jeff Bezos came out and somebody was blackmailing him and said, saying, I'm going to share your nude photos. He was like, go ahead. Um, I don't think it's just that. I think an important part of it is that, is that if a, if a, if a video like the Kim Kardashian sex tape, which I'm sure uh, my understanding is she would participate in having that released, but be that as it may, a lot of guys, then a lot of people are beating off to you. It's that, right? It's not just like shaming. It's, it's that it's going to circulate a lot kind of permanently in this weird way that wouldn't happen with men because women's sexuality is just more valuable. Sure. So yeah, that's, it's a little hard to relate to as a man. I don't know what that would be like. Like I, I, all these things are complicated for women. Women have to run around kind of hiding their bodies all the time because they're afraid. I'm not really sure. I mean, they're afraid of something. I guess it's shaming, but maybe they're afraid of just guys beating off to them, but they're going to beat off to you anyway. I'm not yeah. sure. When the legislation about child porn, it's it's not actually called child porn anymore. Do you remember what the like new term for it is? Uh, I, I'm not. I think you have the expertise in this area, so go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was some legislation passed about notifying people whenever an image. So there's this huge database of child pornography images and all of the major companies like Meta and Twitter and other social networks uh, compare all uploaded photos to hashed versions of these of these porn ones of these child porn ones, so that okay. if if they get uploaded, because I guess like the vast majority of child porn is like just recycled. It's not there. There is new content, but a lot of it is just old content. And so, okay. one way that you can attack the problem is to compare it to a known database. And there were some inter- interesting articles written about like the people who like work in the space and like how they have like mental issues because they're and then like how do you even like work in the space without seeing the images and and so on and so forth but anyway the point i wanted to make was part of this legislation was the people whose images were being taken down had to be notified anytime like one of their images appeared on the internet and that that was part of the legislation but it ended up being really bad because then these people are getting notified like all the time and reminded that there's like huh. somebody out there sharing sharing images of them and that and that had like some negative consequences so they they address that in some way but it's an interesting discussion i i know there's also a frontier there in terms of AI generated child porn and whether that's illegal. I have no idea if it's illegal or not. I mean, I can, I can see arguments both ways. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I, yeah. I think I've said this before, but I'm a consequentialist there. So if it is the case that pedophiles who have access to AI generated child pornography are less likely to perpetrate actual pedophiliac crimes, mm-hmm. then I, I guess I would be in favor of AI-generated child porn because as a consequentialist, you're, you're lowering the, the rate of people going out and assaulting young children. Um, and incredibly or, hard to prove that, but yeah. Well, yeah, sure. But, uh, but I'm just trying to think like morally, like how do I feel about this? And then on the other hand, if making it legal sort of has the giving people a taste for blood effect and helps them sharpen their right. desire to, to perpetrate in the wild, then I don't then I don't think it should be legal. 
Um, and, you know, some people would argue, well, that's against freedom of speech or freedom of expression it's against the First Amendment. And uh, maybe it is. But in that case, I think it's worth bending uh, around the Constitution for. The main thing I would say about this topic is that uh, you have to be really careful about this topic because there are people. Look, I don't. I'm not a fan of pedophiles or child porn in any way. Zero percent fan. But there also are people on the other side that are kind of crazy. So if you if you say anything like that, like oh, oh, in this case I'd be okay with it. There are actually people that will come after you and say, oh, you're a pedophile. Yeah. It's like, well, no, I made this nuanced argument. And it's like, no, no, I don't care. So this, yeah, yeah it's, it's a very weird topic that has kind of crazy people on both sides. Or, people that don't like to think in terms of nuance on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Like I understand why someone's intuition when I say like, <laughs> there are certain conditions under which I would be strongly in favor of AI generated child pornography being legal. I can understand someone having a knee jerk reaction that that's bad, but I, I think I explained why I have that position. All yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Um, this person says, I ruined my own sex life and I don't know what to do from here. This is someone's wife, I believe. Yes. So she's 34 and her husband is 34 as well. My husband and I have always had an up and down bedroom. We would go through periods of lots of sex for weeks and dry spells for months. This has always been his own ups and downs, never mine. We've been together 14 years now with two kids still riding the same waves. Recently in the past few months, after many vulnerable conversations, I got him to open up more about things he likes, stuff he's curious about, toys, etc. I've always been the more sexual one in the relationship, and if I'm nothing else, I'm persistent to a fault. We finally got to a place where we were trying things and having fun. We came more often and he was finishing. The reason that's worth mentioning is because many times he wouldn't finish if we were having sex, especially at night because he drinks. I've always been self-conscious about it and he always reassured me it wasn't me. So we talked about toys. He's never had any. And I order him a smaller masturbator, not a flashlight, just the kind that fits in your hand. He was apprehensive at first, but really began to like them. This is where I murdered my own bedroom that was already on life support. Okay, you're you're going to like this paragraph, Mike. Here we go. <laughs> yes. He ordered a flashlight that now has eight of them and several more mm. small masturbators. And since then, he can't keep it up when we have sex. I've noticed when he uses them and he has finished every single time he has used them. Let's not get into that part. Now he's been offering to just get me off and market it as a playful, let me help you rub one out to spoil you thing. When in reality, I truly believe it's his way around with sleep around sleeping with me. He can stay hard for a little while if I give him a blowjob or a hand job. But the second it's time to have sex, PIV or anal, it's soft. And he never finishes anymore. He uses them after every time we've had sex and I'm out of the bedroom and on days when he's home alone. More action than I'd ever gotten in the same time frame. I'm gutted and emotionally devastated. I can't shake the almost certain reality it's me. It's always been me and now he knows what could work for him. I'm emotionally and mentally leveled. I feel so disgusted and disappointed with myself too. I have no idea where to go from here. I know I can't live in a marriage with no intimacy and honesty. Thank you if you made it this far. I don't know what she means by honesty. She spent the first five paragraphs saying how open and able to vulnerable conversations they were having. But setting that aside, um, I would recommend a edict that puts a moratorium on sex toy use for two months and see what happens. Well, I mean, it, 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 it matters a little bit what, so they're fleshlights. Apparently. Right. So there uh, are different. Let's see here. Not a fleshlight, just the kind of fits your news. He ordered a fleshlight and now is eight of them. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So eight fleshlights. So you know that there's different uh, little openings on the fleshlights. Some of them look like women and some look like men's parts. What? Yeah. How? Well, there's like an, there's no. like an anus one and there's, yeah, 
there's like a I, I don't want to look this up right now, but there's like they have lips and the mouth can look sort of more. I'm not sure if they have one with, hair, with a mustache, but yeah. The main point I'm getting <laughs> at here is that uh, she doesn't know what he's looking at while he's masturbating. Uh, I I got to be honest that I think in situations like this, the high probability is the guy's gay, that the person is not interested. It it could also be that she's really unattractive, right? Like maybe she's gained a ton of weight or something. And so he's just like, look, I, I'm not attracted to you at all. It could be that too. Although I would expect in that situation, other behaviors like him seeking out other women, right? Um, but I, it's, yeah, it's a little hard for me to... Okay, you think a moratorium would help because he would get hard up for sex, but she already said that they don't have sex for months at a time. I mean, she says they had waves, so they would have lots of sex yeah. for weeks and then dry spells for months. So yeah, I wonder what was going on in those months-long dry spells before he got into the toys. Yeah, I mean, the, another thing I would say is that the the she's basically talking about death grip like he he's no longer able to finish when having sex but i don't i actually don't think it's likely that would come from a toy like a flashlight because those things are kind of soft right the, 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 i actually think if, if if a person had death grip i think a recommendation you might make to them is to try using a flashlight to masturbate instead of your hand because with your hand you can like really yeah. you know give yourself death grip and so the, the whole thing is a little odd um i might check his phone for grinder yeah. I mean, these are the thing about it is you, you have to wonder things like that. Like, is he attracted to women? Is he attracted to men? Is he, you know, I don't yeah. immediately assume this guy's gay. Like, that's just not. He, well, she might, he might not be attracted to her as well. That was another possibility I gave. But like, maybe she I mean, has become less attractive they, or something. They have two kids. They've been together 14 years. I think Occam's razor here is that he's just looking for different stimulation. Now, maybe it's from a man's anus, but I think more likely it's just <laughs> he's sort of bored of her. And then he's exacerbated that problem with this new toy fetish. Doesn't, doesn't it sort of bother you, though, that basically when he's interacting with the front side of her body, which is something a man would have also, the same parts, that he's fine or better, but then when she turns around... And he's interacting with the part that's clearly female, that it, it goes more south. I would think that would be better, that side. I don't know. Differentially. What, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean when she turns around? Well, she said that she he, he can keep it up for like a hand job or a blow job, I think. But then when they try to have vaginal sex, like he never keeps his erection. Yeah. <clears throat> a little bit of an indictment. It's concerning. I, I just see the thing about the like. I, I want, okay, yeah, they could try that. I, I just wonder in these situations if it's so hard because people are super repressed about this stuff. Um, would like I would wonder would he be aroused if he had sex with a novel woman? You well, know? that would that would put this matter to bed. Uh, I probably would be. yes. Yeah, uh, you, you're saying that if a if you were married for 14 years and there was a novel attractive woman you could have sex with, you would be able to perform. Yes, I believe so. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah really. It's a commonly held, commonly yes, held belief. I think so. Right. I don't, yeah. I, yeah, I just don't. Yeah. I. <laughs> she could put the I, fleshlight in her vagina and he could fuck that in her vagina. Like she, <laughs> not, not the whole hard part, but there's a soft part in the middle. And she could sort of insert that in. 
right? I think, okay, is it reasonable, hypothetically? Let, let's say that, you know, that the facts of the case, as she states, are, are reasonably accurate. Is mm-hmm. it reasonable for her to say, like, look, man, this sucks and we need to sort this out? Like, she says herself, like, I can't live in a marriage with no intimacy. So, sure. Uh, would it be inbounds for her to go to him and be like, look, I think we should probably separate, but maybe we have a saving throw here. Like, would you be willing to try, like, th- you know, getting rid of your toys or, or locking your toys up for two months and like seeing if that improves our desire for each other? And if not, then maybe we can have other conversations, see a sex therapist or whatever. But if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But I would like to get separated. So there's like some sort of like ultimatum. I, I can imagine that going badly, like having that sort of like sort of Damocles over your head. <laughs> right. Might be a bit of a turnoff in its in itself, but I'm not sure what she can do otherwise. Like this guy is probably, whenever his woman is like being amorous toward him, is probably like throwing up various defense mechanisms to figure out how he can go masturbate by himself. And <laughs> so like, I don't know how to get them out of that rut without some sort of like major uh, stimulus to, to do so. I, well, there's, I mean, I just would broadly say, I think there's something he's not telling her. I, that That's actually the more broad thing. It doesn't have to be that he's gay. It's just, there's something that she's not aware of that may surprise her or something. There's something going on that she doesn't know. Yeah, about. but because yeah, I like, yeah, I, I think if it's I the other way, if experience it's, with the following problem, Mike, which is yes. when I've been with a woman for a long time, I begin to bore of her sexually. Mm-hmm. And there is no good way to communicate that to her because I don't think that's fixable. Now, I, I, I would like to imagine it is, you know, there's a bazillion books written about this, um, you know, like how to reinterject spice into the bedroom. And, you know, there's that book Mating in Captivity by Esther Perel that everybody is like the Bible on this topic. But, uh yeah, like in my mind, I'm feeling like I just don't want to have sex with them that much anymore. Like I would rather masturbate. Uh, I would especially rather you have also, sex with someone else, but like I don't cheat. Thing. And so I don't. Um, now, maybe polyamory would, would, or at least ethical non-monogamy where, uh, you know, I occasionally sleep with other women. Women would like help reinvigorate things with my primary. I don't know. I've never, I've never tried that. But uh, most people are not as comfortable talking about these kinds of things as I am. And so I don't like this, this guy, it, if, if he is indeed bored of her in the way that I've found myself in the past, like I could understand where he just sort of gets avoidant and like, doesn't know what to say. And like turns to his, <laughs> uh, walk-in closet of toys because but that would still, it would still fall under the category of, of things she doesn't know, right? This would yeah. be a thing. Basically he's unwilling to tell her, Hey, right. uh, yeah. So, so, so the question comes down to, is there some way, let's say that there was a, let's say the, do you think there's something a woman, let's say you were with a woman that was very high sex drive or high sex drive and was in this situation with you. Is there anything she could have done just to get the information out of you? Whether, uh, anything like wh- whether have somebody else talk to you, like what, like, is there something she could, cause there's this thing, you know what the problem is, right? You're like, look, I don't want to have sex with you. I want to have sex with right. a novel person or masturbate. Right. Is there, I mean, what would, is there any way to get that information or would you just always withhold it because it's too, you, you just know she, that it's relationship ending? It feels like an atom bomb that's going to be relationship ending. So like I should 
probably just keep it to myself. Like I've, <laughs> I've been in the circumstance where I've, you know, been with a partner and they've been like, oh, well, let's go to therapy. And it's like, I don't, <laughs> the problem isn't that I don't know what's not, the problem right. isn't that I don't know what's going on. Like I do know what's going on. I don't know how to fix it and telling you, I think will make it worse. And so, uh, you know, it's, there's a paradox. What if there. she said, what if she said to you, so uh, this gen in general agrees with my general perspective that the guy knows. I, I want to flip around just for a second. When it's the woman that has low libido or it's confusing this way, I'm not sure. It, I don't think it has to be that way. Uh, for the And it doesn't have to be for the man, but I think usually for the man, he knows what it is. It's something specific. Yeah. And what if she said to you, look, we're going to break up anyway. Like, so if the thing is you want to have sex with another woman or you're gay or whatever, fine, we're going to break up. If you don't tell me, I'm going to break up with you. Yeah. So you might as well tell me. So like, it can't get worse. Like the thing that I'm saying, the right. null set here is wor is the worst. So you might as well tell me because then there's a chance that we could do something. And yeah. if it's something we I, can't do anything, fine. Then I, I won't, I, I won't hold it against you. I used to see a therapist myself and he would always say that like, when you withhold information and don't have open conversations about it, you're, you're basically solidifying the fate. And if anything, you're just delaying the inevitable and delaying the inevitable is a waste of everyone's time. So you may as well at least try to confront it and see if, see if something could come of it. But yeah. you never had that actually happen. You never had anybody like put a bottom line like that and say, look, yeah, if you don't answer this question in the next 10 minutes or 20 minutes, I'm that's it. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, I, it's not an I, it's not an unreasonable thing to say. If yeah, if you're just like, no, look, I hot. don't know. It's like okay, well then you don't know. That's fine. But like, I might actually I think find that know. hot and arousing. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, it's funny. So domination through well, well, either way you win, right? Because you're going to get a new partner. That's right. Uh, or yeah. Anyway. All right. Anyway, that'll do it for this episode of Your Mileage May Vary. You can send us feedback or questions to ymmvpod at gmail.com. If you ask us a question, let us know if you don't want us to use it on the air. If you give us feedback, we pay $10 for any feedback, even if it's crappy. Uh, and so just let us know what payment platform you want, like PayPal or Zelle or Venmo or whatever. Uh, again, that's ymmvpod at gmail.com. I think Zelle won't work, right? Like, well, the problem with Zell is that is that everybody gets everybody's real name. I, I know right. that escorts use use Zell to verify people, for example. So that's uh, okay. tricky. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, maybe not Zell. Cash App, Venmo, whatever. All right. Thanks for yeah. listening, and we'll catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary.